tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the US has approved the sale of chicken grown in a laboratory for the first time. As global meat consumption keeps rising, is this a kinder and more sustainable way to be a carnivore? That's after a short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Meat is fundamentally the most delicious, most desired food across all cultures. And it's a... That is Uma Valetti the chief executive and founder of a Californian company called Upside Foods. Around the world, there is a growing demand for meat, but it's been devastating for wildlife. More than half of the planet's habitable land is used for agriculture. Three quarters of this is now used to either graze livestock or produce crops that are fed to animals. As agriculture expands, it's destroying the habitats that wild animals rely on, threatening the survival of thousands of species. And it's not great for the climate either. Food is responsible for a third of man-made greenhouse gases, and meat production accounts for most of that. So what if there was a technology that could produce a meat substitute, one that tasted just like the real thing, but used less land, produced fewer emissions and didn't involve killing animals. Whilst it initially had this aroma of chicken in my mouth, it had a completely wrong mouthfeel. Jenny Kleeman is the author of Sex Robots and Vegan Meat, Adventures at the Frontier of Birth, Food, Sex and Death. She tried lab-grown meat four years ago. So it was like my brain was telling my mouth that I was eating chicken, but after a while, my brain was telling my mouth, um, this is not chicken as you know it, and it's probably very bad, and you should probably spit it out. People who've tried it more recently say it's very hard to distinguish from the real thing. The US Agriculture Department has now approved the production and sale of lab-grown meat, or cultivated meat, as the industry prefers to call it. As a result, Uma Valetti's Upside Foods and another company called Good Meat can sell their chicken to the public. It is a big moment. The cultivated meat industry has been waiting for this for a really long time. This is the one big obstacle to their industry going massive. Lab-grown meat is made using stem cells acquired from animals. The cells are grown inside steel tanks called bioreactors and are fed on the same kind of nutrients that nourish normal living tissue. The Agriculture Department's approval was critical to getting the product to consumers. Before that, it was approved by the Food and Drug Administration, who said last year they had no further questions about the product's safety, meaning they thought it was safe to eat. Uma Valetti is a cardiologist and he was very clever in his hiring 
He hired somebody who used to work at the FDA to be in charge of trying to get FDA approval of this product. So it's somebody who knows the pipeline very well of what foods have to go through or novel substances, as they're called, have to go through to get FDA approval. Singapore was the first country to approve lab-grown chicken for sale. And along with the United States, it's now racing ahead. Britain's regulatory position is still taking shape, but official approval is not the only barrier to all of us eating chicken grown in a tank. The cost of production is a big factor too. The first lab-grown burger was served in London in 2013 and cost about $325,000 to make. By 2019, the cost of producing a cultivated chicken nugget had fallen to $50. A big shift, but still much more expensive than a real bird. The cost of these products won't be comparable to traditionally reared chicken, pork or beef until the end of this decade. And once it goes on sale, will people actually buy it? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There have been some surveys about consumer acceptance that show that lots of people are prepared to try it whether or not they're prepared to use it as an alternative to meat is another question. And that depends on price parity of it being at least as cheap, and also whether or not they sort out the issue with the taste and the texture. Farming is increasingly an industrial business. Most of the animals reared for human consumption worldwide are kept in pens or cages without access to nature. A number of hog hotels, multi-storey vertical farms with space for thousands of pigs, have opened in China over the last few years. Even if you do eat meat, it's a pretty uncomfortable thought. A lot of vegans think this is a good thing, that as long as the process of taking the initial starter cells from animals is as painless as possible, as pain-free as possible, then this is the solution to all of their problems because it will mean that we no longer have to live at the expense of animals. Cultivated meat has less of an environmental impact than livestock. Forests don't need to be cleared to grow animal feed. Cows, which belch out methane, have a particularly heavy impact on the climate. The idea is it is going to allow carnivores to have their cake and eat it. It is based on this assumption that human beings are primed to eat meat and that even though we live in a world where there's a huge variety of foods available to us, there is something fundamentally human about being a carnivore. But lab-grown meat still generates some emissions because of the energy required to power the industrial process. A kilo of cultivated meat will produce around 7.5 kilos of greenhouse gas emissions. For comparison, a kilo of beef, reared the traditional way, creates around 100 kilos of emissions. It's a big difference, but creating meat in a lab might not be a silver bullet. If we're going to maintain a habitable planet with space for wildlife, reducing the demand for meat, especially for beef and lamb, will probably have to be part of the answer too. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written by our climate editor, Jeevan Vasagar, and mixed by Hannah Varrell. 
tortoise. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.